I don't care where you're from, what you do, what hardship you're going through, you're going to make it. Welcome to the Comeback Club podcast, hosted by me, Grace Linsky. Every week, I'll be speaking to an extraordinary person overcoming an extraordinary thing and reminding us that if they can do it, then so can you. So if you're ready, let's do this. Our next guest for this series is the absolute powerhouse that is L'Oreal Stokes. I actually met L'Oreal during one of my darkest times and what she shared with me completely changed my path and I can't wait for you guys to hear what she's got to share because I really want it to impact you just as much as it's impacted me. L'Oreal, what comeback would you be willing to share with us today? Um, The comeback that I would like to share with you today is the power of believing in yourself and not and using where you come from as a platform for growth and I guess what I'm trying to say is that you can do it and it all is all down to you in what you it's all down to you in terms of what you see yourself as and making sure you get there regardless of what people tell you so what what's kind of led you to be so passionate about this what have you personally kind of experienced the main things that got me to where I am today I think about my my background my childhood um, people telling me that I can't do things people telling me that people not necessarily telling me but things that I'm reading I'm an academic and I see that I'm not my face isn't in these theories and my face isn't in these positions that these theories are talking about and I guess if I take it all the way back I think one of the first one of the first things that I remember hearing that got me the most was being in school and I was struggling. I had a, I had, I had a difficult childhood um, and I remember being at school and I think it was my year nine parents' evening. So year nine is the, the, the year that you choose your GCSEs. So this was my GCSE parents' evening and I remember going around all my teachers and them all saying, oh, she's predicted D's and E's. Not in a bad way, that's just what I was predicted. Um, and I remember sitting with my RE teacher and my RE teacher said, she told me not to take her subjects. It's not worth your time. And I remember sitting there thinking, why are you telling me not to take your subjects? And my dad was sitting there, so you know when you feel like really upset and you're like, oh, like I don't want my dad to think that I'm bad. Um, and she's just like don't take it it's going to be a waste of one of your GCSEs focus on your core ones so in my head I was like all right cool you're going to tell me not to take it I'm going to take it anyway watch (laughs) (laughs) so I did it I took it Um, I took my my RE GCSE and I got I got an A I absolutely smashed it it's the subject that I got the highest grading in all of my subjects and that was after telling me that I couldn't do it um, I had a decision to make. I either go with what the world tells me, who's I'm just going to be that that mixed race council estate girl, um, or I'm going to change, and I'm going to and I'm going to prove everybody wrong, and that's what I did. <laughs> that's what I did. I was like, you, you world, you family, 
you friends, you society are not going to tell me what I'm going to be. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to be. And I did whatever I could to do it. Honestly, I think we've had this chat before, haven't we? Where we're like, you know what? It's actually such a blessing being told that you can't do something because, you know, especially when you look back at it, because it does just ignite something in you that you're like, I'm going to fucking prove you wrong now. (laughs) And you just don't get that if you've got people around you being like, yeah, of course you can do it, you know. Yeah, you need people that are telling you, you can't do it. Like, it's all right. You had a bad childhood. Well, you, you faced adversity. Ah, oh, just give up. It's fine. Just not contribute. Just, just sit in your sorrow. And you have two options at that point. You sit in your sorrow and be like, you know what? I give up. I'm not doing this no more. Sometimes that's okay. And it's okay to do that for a while, but not forever because people don't care. People only care when you're doing something wrong like people are always like want to judge want have something to say as soon as you're doing something good everyone just doesn't know what to say because they're like I didn't expect this from you Mm. and that's what I love people are silent now when I when I when I tell people things they're just like yeah it makes sense sorry Al but there was a time when there was all like oh she's she's probably not doing much she's probably got a couple of kids you know lives in a council estate no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I am not that person. And mm-hmm. I love it. I love, I love, love when people try and do that to me because I'm like, you do not even know what's behind this skin and what's in this head. <laughs> That's such an amazing story. I love that. What would you say has been like, because as you were talking about, just that feeling of being constantly misjudged or have assumptions put on you or you know being almost perceived to be something entirely different before you've even opened your mouth you know how how do you do you have like a strategy to deal with that on a day-to-day or has there been things that you've learned over time that you maybe lean on to overcome that feeling I think the the first thing that comes to mind when I think about that is I love it. So sometimes I'm probably my own worst enemy, but I ask the questions. And I remember, I'll give you an example. I was in a club, a guy come up to me and he says to me, well, he's trying to talk to me, you know how guys are. And I was like, he was like, oh, what do you do? And I was like, what do you think I do? I'm such a devil's advocate. I was like, what do you think I do? And he was like, hmm. He's like, you look like, maybe like, do you work in like a nursery? I like, are you like a nursery nurse? Or, um, or in fact, no, I'd say like, you're like a makeup artist. And I was like, hmm. I mean, my makeup is definitely popping today, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not um, a makeup artist. And that's not, that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying anything about makeup artists because that is a that is a piece of artwork and creativity that nobody can even imagine. That's a skill. Yeah, um, but I was just interested in, in seeing what he said, and I, and he was like, "Yeah." So he said, like, a, a, either a nursery nurse or a, or a makeup artist, and both of those professions are great. I respect them. But I said, "No, I'm not. Um, actually, I'm studying." an international master's of business administration. I am, I'm hoping to be a CEO one day or 
uh, a chief operating officer one day or something like that. Um, and he just kind of stood there and just looked at me. And I was like, yeah. And at that point, I kind of picked up my drink and just, just walked away. I was like, that was a bit of, um, <laughs> yeah, pick my hair. <laughs> kind of walked off. <laughs> um, and, I just, and I just love it. I always think back to it because I love doing those things. I love asking people, tell me what you think I am. Go on. Just so I can prove you wrong. And that's a part of my comeback. You ain't going to tell me what I am. I'm going to tell you what I am because I know I'm not, I know I'm not your average like looking woman that wants to be in management do you know what I mean or yeah. and it's not even management it's senior leadership that I want to be in because yeah. in those places there yeah we're seeing an improvement in women being in senior leadership positions great I love to see it because I'm a woman but I'm also a person of color I'm also mixed race and currently the stats are that there's not one black person in a senior leadership or executive position in the FTSE 100 in the UK. And I just find that so wild. So, so not a woman, not a man, not one person. And I'm just like, how can you ever expect people that are going through hardship? It's not even about colour or anything like that. It's about backgrounds. Yeah. Nobody is currently up there that, that I can relate to. And for me... I had that resilience in me. I had it ingrained in me. My mum's resilient. My dad's resilient. My mum is one of the most strongest people I've ever met. Tough, tough woman. I have that ingrained in my blood, but not everybody does. Mm. I just use my resilience in a different way. And not everybody has that. So I have, it's my duty to be in a, a space where people can look and whether they're, they're a girl, whether they are a person of colour, whether they're from a, from a, a, come from hardship, whether they're from a council estate, whether they're from the hood, regardless, they can see somebody that they can relate to mm. in that position and they can, whether they reach out and say, Lariel, can you help me? Or whether they just hear me talking. Yeah, so wherever I am, wherever you hear me, wherever you see me, I want want you to be inspired and I want you to know that. A couple of things, actually. One is that where you are now, it's not forever. But the only person that can make it not forever is you. Now, I'm not saying you need to be strong all the time because I'm definitely not. Definitely not strong. My go-to is a fluffy blanket, chocolate, and just crying sometimes sometimes I just I just put on I just put on Spotify and just listen I don't know to Janae Aiko or or I don't know um her and I just sit there and cry eat my chocolate a couple of days maybe a week fine be down and sad but you gotta know that you gotta switch and you gotta use that sadness or that that pain for a good reason so be it be be disruptive, be disruptive to your own thoughts, be disruptive to the world. Don't let the world tell you anything at all. Won't have it. Tell people, I'm going to tell you. You don't tell me, I'm going to tell you what I am. And then go home and cry if you have to. But but, but say things with your chest. Say, <laughs> I'm here for a reason. You can't stop me. Nobody can. Mm. And... We've spoke about this before, Grace, about kind of manifestation and what you think 
yeah. will come to you. You need to know that you have a power in this world. You can be whatever you want to be, regardless of what anybody ever tells you. And that is you telling yourself, I'm going to be that manager. I'm going to be in a senior leadership position. Similarly, if you want to be a makeup artist, you say, I'm going to be a makeup artist. I'm going to stand in Mac and I'm going to do people's makeup because it makes them happy. Perfect. Whatever you see it it being, Mm. tell yourself that every single day. Tell yourself that in your head. Not to say it out loud necessarily, because some people find it weird to talk to themselves. I get that. (laughs) Um, But in your head, tell yourself, I'm going to be that person. I'm going to be that that senior leader for me. It's like, I'm going to be at a board level at some point in my life. may not be now. I mean, it definitely wasn't wasn't now when I was doing my degree and I could barely even understand what strategy means. Um, I was like, it might not be now, but I'm going to be there um, and the world will align to get you there. And if, and if you don't believe it, try it. Mm. Grace, I know that you've, you've done something very similar um in kind of getting to where you are yeah how how does that how does that make you feel I know I've said these similar things to you before how how does that make you feel do you know what I've never really thought like I haven't reflected on it for a while actually but I have learned so much from you in terms of like that space because I remember you know so six months ago I was unemployed I was basically like sofa surfing jumping around my friends houses my family was like breaking down I was probably at one of the lowest places I've ever been and I said I said to you didn't I L'Oreal like how do you manifest like I really want to be able to do it because everyone's saying like oh yeah it's so easy just you know feel good all the time say you're you're doing this say you are it like embody it and I'm like okay but how do you actually do that? Like when you're in such a dark place, it's so hard to sort of force that positivity. But like, I think for me, I just took it so slow and simply. Like I literally, and I think you told me to do something like this, you know, instead of being like, I'm going to be, you know, running a podcast and doing this and, and all of these things tomorrow, it's going to be, okay, I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to sit on my laptop and do 10 minutes on my project and I'm going to feel good about that and I'm going to then take it to the next level and I might email someone to see if they want to be a part of it and it's just you know it's not jumping from where you are now to the end goal it's jumping from you know that one little step up and being able to manifest that and visualize that and then just building and building and building and then the next thing I know I've the 300 job applications that went to nothing one of them came to an interview and I said to L'Oreal okay I need to get this job my life literally depends on it right now I need to get this job and we did it and I've got the job and it gave me everything I needed you know just that the flat that I now live in the routine that I so badly needed for my mental health you know, the the structure and the discipline that I didn't have before. And it's honestly just changed my life. And we've had such an amazing chat about this, haven't we? About just the importance of like having those basic things in place because without, well, for me personally, without a routine, without some kind of structured um, purpose to my day, 
I really struggle to get anything done or to think in that kind of manifesting mindset that you need to be in. That's that's all you like you did all of that I just said stuff you put it into action. I know, you were my hype girl like I need <laughs> that like the difference between you and me you know is you have that like say it with your chest mentality and I think a lot of people myself included struggle with that like that instinctive kind of overdrive of those negative thoughts because it's so easy to let the negative ones lead and it's like yeah putting in place that overdrive mechanism to be like no you know yeah but you know what like I wasn't that person Mm. I'm only that person I'm I'm only that person maybe in the last couple of years because I'm now in a place where all the things that I wanted are coming true but there was a time where I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I could barely get out of bed some days. Some days I didn't even want to get out of bed. Some days I didn't even want to be here. Like, mm-hmm. and that is the that is the raw truth of going through hardship. Like it's not easy. I say it's all fluffy and I say it's all great. Um, but there was a time in my life where I was at my granddad's and I felt so alone. I had a room, everything in my room I had, I had no structure, like. I was just constantly in my room. I used to eat my dinner in my room. I used to have food in my room. I didn't, nothing was going right. I was just spending all my nights studying for uni. And I, and I was like, I don't even know if this is going to work because I've not seen anybody else do it. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm just trying. And that's all it was for, for at least, for, for most of my life. I'm going to be honest, for most of my life, that's all it was. It was taking those, some days, the only thing that I needed to do was just be here. Like, I would wake up in the morning and be like, "Yeah, I just need to be here today. Like, that's it. Sometimes it was like that. And that's the honest truth. And there's lots of people that feel like that. So it's not a, it's not a shocking factor. There's lots of people that are just like, you know what? Today, I just don't, I just don't want to do anything. I'm just going to lie in this bed and breathe. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then you're like, okay, I've got this now. Like, I feel in an all right place. I've kind of been through all my snacks. I like five tubs of Ben and Jerry's um, half baits because that's the one that I like. <laughs> I've eaten chocolate. I've watched Netflix. I've done all these things. Like, right now, what you can't sit in that space forever, but it's okay to be in that space. Um, and the one thing for me that made me kind of start transitioning into the person that I am. It's through people believing in me and seeing something in me. And that's why I refuse to, to move, in my, move in my career without giving back to people, Grace, or us having these conversations, me being here today. That's why it's so key, because if you don't have access to people that believe in you and tell you you can do it and are your hype girl, then what is even the point of success? Because it's selfish. I don't work for money. I work to be stable and to be give, to give other people stability and that is the importance that's the essence you need a community there's a saying that says it's a village that brings brings children up or something like that mm. it's true your community I've had mentors she gave me that like that that she was the hype girl like I believe in you mm. you're powerful all these words and I I refuse to move forward in my life and not tell other people these things Grace yeah. and you was one of them 
from the moment that I, I saw, the moment that I was like, hmm, this person isn't that invested. I wonder what's going on. And I just spoke to you. And at that moment, I was like, right, right. We are not leaving you in this place. By force, I'm going to make you feel like you're worthy in this world and that you can do it. And now look at you. And now look at what you're doing. You're doing it for other people. You're putting out podcasts. This will go out and hopefully inspire other people. For a bit of context, um, so I was a part of like a youth board program in in uh, for what the West Midlands, and uh, I wasn't very engaged with it. We could say that, couldn't we, L'Oreal? I wasn't replying to any emails. I was like, in as I was saying, in that kind of dark place I was in before, and I was like, Do you know what? I'm not ready to to put the time into this. It's not my time. I can't commit. And L'Oreal had just taken over the leader role of this kind of initiative. And she she clocked that I wasn't responding to any of her emails or or like you know friendly nudges, and she ends up going in like going and finding my my number off my file and just sending me a message like, "Hey Grace, um, I'm you know taking over this initiative. I've noticed that you know I've not really heard from you. Do you fancy just having a little chat and just you know catch up?" And I was like who is this girl? Like, who is this girl that has just taken time out of her day to message someone that is just not engaging and not putting any effort in? And honestly, from that chat, has this beautiful friendship flourished and so much has come from it. And I still look back at that day as one of the most, like, pivotal moments for me because you are one of the rare people in life that actually go beyond the surface of what they see and just don't take what they see as the like as truth and go beyond that and actually be like you know what I'm just gonna actually speak to her on a human level and just see what she's about see what she's doing and I then you know proceeded to tell you my life story and and explain to you kind of why I was in the space that I was in at the time and yeah it's just it's crazy how stuff like that happens isn't it and like that's that's why I think one of the most important things in terms of, you know, success or personal development or growth or happiness doesn't come. You can't do it on your own. You cannot do it on your own. Like you need that group around you. And that's something you've really taught me, like those sort of hype girls in your life that are just so key. How would you... Go- how would you go about getting those do you think if you don't really have that at the moment there's a saying that says you are who you surround yourself with Mm. so that would be my first point of call check who you're surrounding yourself with sometimes be alone I was alone for most of my life some of my school friends would say I used to go after map in fact I lost a lot of friends because I just used to go after map but I had to go after map to deal with my trauma I had to like I couldn't I couldn't give people my time because I just didn't even have the time for myself Mm. but I didn't know how to communicate that when I was younger but now that is what it is I was trying to just survive and when you survive they say like if you're freezing the first things that you lose are your fingers you know what I mean the things that are like attached to you but like are not kind of your main organs and that's what it is those people just fell off because Mm. I couldn't give them what they needed and they left and that's fine I had to deal with that I lost some amazing friends because of that um 
sometimes you have to retreat and retreat and find yourself first. Um, so that that is okay too. Um, and whilst I can only talk about it from my perspective, so when I retreated and focused on just the basics of what I needed, which was to survive and to get an education because I thought education is the only thing that's going to get me out of here Mm. Um, and that's what I did friends sometimes come from work all my best friends I met through work and they're all great people and all the kind of friends that had that I was was partying with sometimes they kind of all dispersed and I just didn't have time for them and it kind of and that's it that's it so now I don't I don't go out I've never been a partier anyway go out a few times but all the friends that I had just for partying are no longer in my life because now my time's with people that that need it and that give me the time and, it, and it's a two-way thing same with me and you Grace like when we spoke I saw something in you I was like I can help but you inspired me I have I haven't been through the things that you've been through you have been through some the most unimaginable things and you've inspired me that that time when we spoke I left that meeting and cried because I was just like oh my gosh if I never spoke to you and asked you we just assumed I just fell out she got around thing going on mm. and now look like just that one little bit of reach out are you okay or do you want some help or do you know what I mean let me just check in yeah. and now look at you like you you're you're and I'm not and I'm and I'm not saying it's nothing to do with me it is all you but all it takes is for one person to pay some attention mm. and give you what you need. Some people have that. Some people have families that have all been to uni and have, have done all the great things. But some people don't. I didn't have that. Mm. And that's why I have that in me of saying, are you OK? It's crazy, isn't it? And like, and how things then trigger like almost like dominoes because as soon as like from then just other people started coming into my life to help me as well and I was like what like it's just mad the power of instinct and the power of like just actually putting yourself out there and thinking they might think I'm a bit strange but I'm gonna do it anyway there I I just think sometimes you know if we did that more if somebody else got an instinct about somebody and acted on it more often the world would be such a different place of course of course and 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 then you're like oh maybe I am great and then your whole body language changes it's like oh you become you become more accepting to the energies of, of the world of people coming in and while someone might have messaged you and said Grace you were Grace, do you want to do this? You'd be like, you might probably just ignored the message. Like, oh, do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. But now you're like, mm-hmm. but Larry Al said I'm great, so maybe I should take this opportunity. It's see that changing lens. Like, you just see one person to believe in you, just one. Like the Grinch is a perfect example of someone just knocking on his door yeah. and saying, Mr. Grinch. Um, I, I don't know what she says, Lucy Lou says, but she says something and he's like, oh, are you an idiot? Do you know what I mean? Oh, right, I'll come down. Do you know what I mean? And then at the end of it, he's sitting at Christmas table having having Christmas dinner with the, the, with the city that he's just stole all the presents from. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As, as we said, yeah, like you only need one person to do that, don't you? And we can have all these plans and stuff in place and like goals and what we think that we want to achieve. But actually, you know, 
so much of that can just be sparked by those those moments of just pure like chance that like come that come to you you know like you came to me and I didn't even I didn't even like know what what it was or you know and like that is so powerful and that can happen to everyone you just have to look for it and you just have to see those and think oh actually yeah that's nice of her maybe I will just see what that's about see what she's about and yeah I I agree I agree and and when you said to me about me being a hype girl that was because people did that to me and now I believe in myself wholeheartedly believe in myself um and I believe in other people too believe in you I believe in all the people that I have around me I don't care where you're from what you do what hardship you're going through you're going to make it remember making it is just make it to the next day whether making it is making it to uni whether it's making it to making it to that one meeting that you've been avoiding do you know what I mean definitely do you know what it's so what else is so important that you've said is like the kindness that you give yourself when you are in that low place and like that ability to be like, do you know what? I do just want to lie here and literally just breathe if that's all I have the energy to do. Because if you're constantly fighting yourself, which is what I did for a long time, and just punish yourself for not being able to be positive, you know, you're, you're going to make things worse for yourself. And that's when the spiraling comes in. And the thing is, there's no shame in it because literally it can happen to anyone. You know, on paper, I'd, I'd got my degree, I'd got the job in the big corporate. And then like a year later down the line, I'm just lying in bed only able to breathe. Like it can happen to anyone. Like life happens and there isn't any shame in having to take that chapter of your life to do that. And I just think... Yeah it's so important to to in those moments be kind to yourself and even if all you say like you said is I'm just gonna sit here and watch Netflix and eat chocolate today and then see if I can get up and take 10 minutes to walk outside and and that's that's where it builds yeah I agree and I know you mentioned something to me um last time you spoke about um micro like um my, I can't remember what you said, Grace. What was it now? About the habits of waking up in the morning oh, and just having yeah, yeah. yeah, so like um, there's this amazing book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, got it right here, actually. Um, <laughs> but it's really great. It's, it's, uh, it's all about habits. And one of the key ideas he talks about is habit stacking. So rather than being like, I'm going to do a 10-minute jog every day it's I'm gonna put my trainers by my door and my workout stuff before I go to bed then you know that makes you more likely to get into those workout clothes and trainers then the next habit is opening the door and just going outside and it's like literally breaking it down into these tiny micro habits until like and then maybe just starting with like a 30 second jog um and then building on from there and introducing other little mini habits um so yeah that's that was really powerful for me Um, small things every day wake up um you can sit behind me I've got stickers on my um mirror and they are the mirror I've 
mirror of accountability. So I'm a mirror. One of them says, um, wake up before eight o'clock every morning because there was a time that I was waking up at 10 to nine, having a five minute shower and sitting on my laptop, grabbing a hot drink and jumping, starting work at nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like get up before 8 a.m., exercise twice a week, slowly. And But I realised that I just can't get to them. I have to do things a little bit at time. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing those things. I'm getting up at half seven every day. My sleeping pattern's better. My um, I'm exercising. I haven't been exercising this week. The week before I did, I did it twice. Um, this week I haven't because it's been a hard week and I'm being kind to myself because yeah. I've been working until 10 o'clock every night and I can't get up. At, it's impossible for me to get up yeah. at six o'clock in the morning and go for a run. Um, so that's important to say that whilst it's there, I can't do it this week and I've allowed myself this week. Next yeah. week will be better. Um. it is amazing though isn't it how just one thing you can just build on and and then again it's that domino effect you just build and build and build and build just by starting from getting up at eight o'clock every day it makes you feel so good as well doesn't it like the small wins you still get the same hit than you that as you do when you get the big ones yeah because like yeah I've done it yeah I've completed a goal that's that goal could be getting up at half seven in the morning or that goal could be buying a car same goal same feeling same Um, buzz definitely it is it's like yeah like you did it Um, and now it's normal and our body's like boom ping awake (laughs) I wonder what (laughs) 10 to 9 L'Oreal would be so proud of you (laughs) yes so yeah, everyone always talks about, oh, what would like six six year old you say to the person you are? But it's actually like, what is that wake up at court, wake up to at 10 to 9 L'Oreal saying to you now? She's like, yeah, got this. Yeah. That's why you have to be your own hype girl sometimes. Because I look at myself in the mirror and I'm brushing my teeth sometimes, like, you're that girl, you know. You're L'Oreal Stokes. You're her. You've got that degree, you've got that master's, you've got that dream job now. You're yeah. her, and I'm like, and the other side of me is like, oh my gosh, yeah. oh. <laughs> really? Is it me? <laughs> no, honestly, that I actually do both <laughs> in the mirror yeah. to myself. <laughs> no, as females, we we look at our bodies in the mirror, we're like, oh, yeah, I just want to lose some weight, and it, and that's so negative. Like, forget your weight. I do not care about my weight. Like, I care about my fitness, yes, but my weight, I'm just like. You know what? My joys in life is a big share size bar of Cadbury Holnut and a whole tub of Hagen Dazs cookies and cream at the moment. And if that's what it takes me to get through my day, that's what it takes me. And I do not care. <laughs> okay. Me too. And like, what's life without your Friday night takeaway, you know, and bottle of wine? At this least. is it they're your joys they're my joys I need that and live for them I've always done that always even when I had no money even if I, even when I had like when I, when I was at uni and I was doing a part-time job like and I would go to co-op and I would just walk in there and pick up anything that I wanted yeah. I didn't care I did not care that's all that I looked forward to at the end of my week mm. and when you work hard and you you're dealing battling demons and all sorts just give yourself what you want 
there'll be a time in your life where you can focus on fitness and 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 getting trim if that's what you want for me that's not a focus right now I don't care and and if you ever think about again you're just like oh yeah but get a partner I want to be in shape for them no that's the wrong type of partner that you want because a partner in your life would love you for whoever you are it doesn't matter if they judge you they're one of those people that you that you can laugh at and be like hmm, yeah whatever mm-hmm. a partner is supposed to to love you for whoever you are so start take that out of your mind love yourself know your worth and everything else will come and that is is, is, is a key message that everybody needs to know that is so true love yourself first and everything else will come yes it's the foundation foundations it's all about foundations everybody wants to be everybody just wants to go from from nothing to a hundred you just gotta lay your foundations get mm-hmm. you flat get your like driving license get your degree get get happy get therapy get all these things these foundations and these foundations will grow they're like your soil you're planting your little yep I've done my therapy yep I've done my degree you pop them all in the soil little plants and the roots will start growing. Use your tears if you have to to get them there because sometimes it's stressful. So if your tears water those things, then that's fine. What a beautiful analogy. I don't know where that came from, honestly. You're outdoing yourself today, L'Oreal. <laughs> I told you, Grace, like when I start talking, my mouth just talks. And I need like, to save that one. <laughs> oh, honestly. So true. So, so true. And you're 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 blaster, and that and that's where we both are at this point. Just to come to the end now, I've just got a few quick fire questions to ping to you. So just answer instinctively with whatever comes to mm-hmm. mind. Okay, so number one, what's been your favorite lockdown activity? Um reading. Love it. I love reading. I've always loved it, but learning and hearing, um, being in lockdown and being stuck in your world, in your four walls, um, reading takes you outside of it, into somebody else's four walls. Mm, love that. Well, that brings me nicely on to the next one, which is what's your favourite book? My favourite book? That's such a hard question. No, um, I'll allow more than one. Okay, I'm going to go with um, Rising Strong. Brene Brown. Yes. I know we've had this conversation before. Um, Great book. I wouldn't say it's my favourite, favourite book, but it's my it's the book that sticks out in my memory the most. Um, because she gives some practical things. There's one, um, there's one metaphor that she uses is being in a boxing ring. And yeah. imagine you're in a boxing match, you've been punched, being punched, 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 and you've got people around you, they're ah, in the background being punched punched and then you get punched and you fall flat on your back and your ears are ringing you're you can't see straight all you can hear is people around you screaming knock them out go on and then you've got the ref standing above you saying five four and in that moment you've got two options you give up you lie on your back and say yep I'm done or you get up and you rise strong and you don't know what's going to happen. You could be wobbly, but that that moment there, if you choose to stand up, you it's stepping into the unknown. Your legs could wobble, you could fall back down, and it could end, or you could get up. 
and it could just come out of you and you start punching and go back and you could win the fight. Mm-hmm. You've got two options. Quit or rise strong and be brave. And that's why that book there sticks ever. Mm. So powerful. Yeah, and just one of the yeah. things that you um, recommended was the Brené Brown Netflix documentary, which I watched. Amazing. Yes. That was so, so good. Brown. She's just amazing. Yeah, she is. She's amazing. Um, another book that I'd recently bought, I haven't read it yet. I've got all Brene Brown's books, but this this one's a new one called Dare to Lead. And that's because um, I've just moved into a um, leadership position. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, she did. I, yes, I did. Um, yeah, just, I moved into a leadership position and I was like, Oh, okay. Now I've gone up in my career. What do I do now? <laughs> and I was like, right, Brene Brown. Let me, let me go back to my roots. Brene Brown, what have you got for me? Um, and he does a book called Dare to Lead, and it's about um, passionate leadership or compassionate, not passionate, compassionate leadership. And yeah, I haven't read it yet, so I can't tell you what it's about. But it's on my bookshelf. I'm looking at him now, thinking, yeah, I might come to you soon. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> um, come on with that. Anything Brene Brown is very powerful, especially for those that um, want to read a motivational book but feel like, oh, I don't know the jargon. She's very, she brings it back to to her story, her family, and and, and who she is, and she she's very accessible. Yeah, I definitely tell people to to read it, read yeah. one of her books. And she's hilarious as well. She's she's so funny. Her not her Netflix show is like a stand-up at the same time <laughs> she's so good that's like a books as well yeah the books are exactly the same. i love yeah. it okay um so what are you most proud of i'm gonna say i'm proud of me i'm gonna say i'm very proud of myself these days mm-hmm. um looking at the stuff that i've gone through looking through what i've achieved in a pandemic and i think i just look back and i think I'm just so, like if if I was if I was like six year old L'Oreal and I just I'd look up at myself and just be like I don't know how you do it but you're a great person and you lead with love so I'm I'm I'm, I'm proud of myself for being where I am but still loving and caring and and wanting to do more more for other people um that's what I'm proud of about me it's not my successes and my job and all the silly things it's just about I'm glad I'm still a loving person I'm so proud that I can still inspire people and I can still have a good a good cuddle everybody loves a good cuddle I go to my little sister sometimes and even though I'm so much older than them I will just sit and just give them a cuddle and that's it like I'm proud that I'm not still that person and I've never and I haven't lost myself yeah in, in what I've achieved in my life and I think that it's key um mm. so that's what I would say so beautiful um, do you have any regrets do I have any regrets no okay. so one of my one of my sayings Grace is never a failure always a lesson never anything in my life have I regretted because mm-hmm. I know that what I went through or what I did has taught me something. 
It's perspective. Mm. You either say, oh, I did this. I regret it. I'm stupid. Then you either say, I'm never going to do it again. Or you say, I'm a crap person. I say, I'm never going to do that again. But I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's perfect. Because my next one was going to be, what's your favourite quote? So there we are. Um, what would you say to yourself five years ago, knowing what you do now? Five years ago, I would have been 21. I would have been 21, still living at home. I was going through a lot at that time. I remember, I remember that time specifically, actually, um, my 21st birthday. What I would say to myself is, it doesn't matter all of that stuff doesn't matter. All of all of the hardship that you're going through doesn't matter because you're about to grow. It's all going to work out. You don't see it now. You don't know what's coming. But I'm telling you, stick at it because it will come. You're not a bad person. You're just not... You're just not clear on your future and it will all work out, every single bit of it. So I would say to, to 21-year-old L'Oreal, forget the drama, forget the hardship that you're going through now. Don't forget it. Just push it to the side. Focus. Keep going because it's going to work and you're going to achieve everything and more. Go stop. Honestly, L'Oreal, thank you. So thank powerful. You. Thank you for giving me the, the chance to chat. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Comeback Club podcast. If you enjoyed it, please take a second to rate, review and subscribe as this really makes such a difference in helping other people find us too. For more inspiration, resources and helpful content, follow us on Instagram at The Comeback Club or check out our website at thecomebackclub.co.uk. And remember... You've got this.